Good day, Professor Blackshear. I'm Ricky B, and I'm providing the opening and closing statements for this report on critical theories of deviance, which are attitudes, behaviors, and conditions. Along with Maritza, who will be sharing on the development of critical theory, along with a small section on the development of critical race theories. Also along with Maricela, who will be sharing on the applications of the theories. Uh, as stated by Jürgen Habermas, an early critical theorist, stress the practical relevance of their project, but their most influential work was highly theoretical and remote from concrete issues and problems. Followed by Anna Lay, who will share on the historical, structural, and institutional application of critical theory, which curtails conformity, innovation, retreatism, ritualism, new means, new goals, cultural, cultural goals, what's acceptable, what's rejected, along with rebellion. In concluding with Eileen, who will share on the examples of research methods used with critical theories. Thank you. Have a good day. Critical theories examines uh, the social response to crime and deviance that doesn't meet social norms and status quo. In chapter 10, there were three theories that were um, talked about to help understand better um, critical, critical theories and how it is that they analyze um, society's response to deviance and crimes. The three theories that were used for examples in the chapter was feminist theory, uh, critical race theory, and peacemaking theory. According to the book, feminist theory should focus on race, class, gender, age, sexuality, and ability when um, taking into consideration someone's social experience. Feminist theory is different from all the other theories that we've discussed in this class. Feminist theory um, suggests that women are labeled as deviant in order to be able to control uh, the poor women and women of color. Um, this theory also acknowledges that there is a big inequality within men and women. Um, it's no secret that women get paid less than men for the same type of job. Uh, as well as um, men are given more opportunities in the workplace than women are. Um, men are more than likely to get a promotion and a pay raise before a woman. Um, feminist theory also suggests that it is um, hard for women not to become deviant due to the inequality and pain um, 
they get paid less and they are expected to be able to support a child on their own and be able to maintain a household as well as um, make ends meet uh, for them and their kids. Critical race theory was the other theory that was talked about in this chapter. Uh, The book gave a definition saying that it is used to analyze law and legal processes to maintain the status quo or protect a white middle class interpretation of the world in the face of poor communities and communities of color. I found this theory to be interesting because critical race theory is meant to help others understand the experience of people under the legal system. Minorities and white people have a complete different experience when it comes to the legal system. If you look at the Khalif Browder story, um, it's about a 16-year-old boy from the Bronx who was imprisoned at Rikers Island for three years. Um, Khalif Browder was accused of stealing a backpack. He was never convicted. Um, His court dates were always full of crap if you may say um, because they always pushed it back it was always for one reason or another that he couldn't continue with his trial Um, they try to have him plead guilty to stealing the uh, backpack but Khalif Browder never gave up because he always said he wasn't gonna plead guilty to something that he didn't do just to try to get out of jail um he fought it for three years and finally after several judges looking over his case he was released which ultimately was a shame because those three years that he spent at Rikers Island never really left him therefore um at the age of 19 he ended up committing suicide because everything he experienced in Rikers Island didn't leave him alone and um, if you compare his case to the influenza kid who was caught drinking and driving um, was in an accident uh, violated his probation um, it took a lot for him to actually be able to get arrested In the book, it actually does state that um, the white experience is established in our society as a norm. Um, It's considered to be the proper way of living living, and anything that that contradicts the white experience is considered deviant. Peacemaking theory suggests that uh, society should help those who have a deviant status as opposed to criminalizing them and making their behavior become worse rather than getting them the help that they need. Throughout the chapter, um, homelessness was one of the main topics that was talked about. Uh, For peacemaking theory, um, homelessness is used as an example of being considered deviant by society. Uh, peacemaking theory suggests that we should not be judging people because they are homeless. 
uh, due to the fact that people can become homeless for many reasons. Uh, society usually considers people being homeless due to personal problems, um, them being lazy, using drugs, or simply just because they don't want to work and contribute to the economy. When in reality, um, a lot of women end up going homeless because there are escaping abusive relationships sometimes young children are running away due to them uh, being physically or sexually abused at home and society immediately labels them as deviants because they are homeless lastly this theory supports the idea of giving help to people who really want it rather than making them work for it or proving that they are worth the help that they are going to receive. We're going to take a look at the historical, the structural, and the institutional aspects of critical theory. I'd like to begin with giving the definition of critical theory. So critical theory is a school of thought that stresses the reflective assessments and the critiques of a society and culture by applying the knowledge of um, from social sciences and humanities. Now this one has two meanings with two different histories and origins. The first one originated in sociology and political philosophy in Germany in the 1930s, which this one describes the neo-Marxist philosophy in the Frankfurt School. And the other originated in literacy and theory, which this one refers to theories of literacy and criticism. So as we understand, much of deviance research that exists already it, it really makes uh, traditional or, or common assumption, assumptions about how we define deviance. We're going to take a look at how these connect between political, economic, <clears throat> and cultural perceptions about deviance and how they came to be. According to our book, Deviance and Social Control, <clears throat> we can see that deviance theories are considered critical theories. They examine the issues of deviance and crime from a perspective that questions the normative and the status quo. Critical race theory is a big one. This one is an extension of critical legal studies that came out through writings of legal scholars in the 1970s. Came up in the 1970s and according to our textbook on page 394, not my words, but Cornell West, he said, Critical race theory compels us to confront critically the most explosive issue in American civilization, which is the historical centrality and complicity of law upholding white supremacy. He said this in 1995, addressing the critical race theory. And then we have the feminist theory. And this one has several parts to it. It has liberal feminism, Marxist feminism, socialist feminism postmodern feminism and it has other feminist perspectives and theories 
This one has a long, rich history in the United States, especially with the feminist criminology emerging in the 1970s through the influential works of F. Alder, R.J. Simpson, and Smart. According to <clears throat> the Annual Review of Sociology, uh, this article was really looking at critical theory, post-culturalism, post-modernism, and the sociological relevance that it has <clears throat> in our life. The article examines the main theoretical contributions of critical theory, post-culturalism, and post-modernism. In this article, it's argued that these three theories offer related perspectives on the shortcomings of positivism <clears throat> and also new ways to theorize and study contemporary societies. So we can really see how critical theories are really deviance theories and <clears throat> they, they examine the issue of deviance and crime from a perspective but it really puts into consideration and it really questions and kind of really corners out the normative and status quo. And with that being said, that's how the history came about for these and how they take place now because we still see these in our everyday lives. Eileen Garcia and I will be discussing critical theories of deviance, uh, the methods used to measure crime including problems with data collection and interpretation. Uh, I will be referring to a reading in our text called Explaining Deviance in the Streets and Deviance in the Suites, the Cases of Pornography and Illegal Government Surveillance. I will be focusing more on the illegal governmental surveillance section which basically was stating that there has been surveillance of U.S. citizens, illegal government surveillance, since 2001 uh, through electronics like email and phone conversations. And this has been going on since 2001. The government has been working with AT&T and Verizon without a warrant to obtain all of this data which is obviously a problem, and it is a problem because they're doing this without a warrant. And since they're doing it without a warrant, they are, as the reading states, violating the Fourth Amendment, which stipulates that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable search and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized so they're not following that so that's an obvious violation of a right towards citizens which is definitely an act of deviance but if they're using this method of obtaining information because they believe that a person of interest might be connected to a very serious crime, 
then maybe it's okay but then again if they're doing it just because to do it then that's obviously deviant because they're not doing it for to protect the rest of society but just to be nosy or just surveillance people's information um another example i'll be going over is a method that is used to measure crime that is not a problem but is an okay way to get information and that is found in another reading in this chapter on critical theory which is called but sometimes i think they put themselves in the situation exploring blame and responsibility and in interpersonal violence and this article was written by Saruchi Thapar Bajorgert and Karen J. Morgan. The method used for this particular article was basically what they did was volunteer. They got a total of volunteers and interviewed them based on gender and whatnot whatever they needed to get their information so they just got volunteers and they interviewed them they didn't secretly record them or anything to get their data so it this was not a bad way of obtaining information so this is a good way rather than what the government is doing when it comes to illegal government surveillance and that's it that's those are some examples of methods used to measure crime and also problems with data collections and interpretation. Thank you. Professor Blackshear, in closing, we've heard the general summation on development of critical theory with development of race theory and the roles played by race in our society followed by application theories as studied under Marxists to examine racial discrimination in the law and or judicial system. With the light emphasis on the role of females incarcerated or institutionalized, finding out women have a fear of committing crime, concluding with various research participants whom share similar stories of dealing with violence and those seeking help have or were often blamed for their violence and asked to change to meet their husband's demands as their own concerns and requests were deflected or ignored. It seems women at periods of time seem to be treated less than human and looked down upon according to different parts of society. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you again, Eileen, Annalee, Marinella, and Maritza for this report, Critical Theories of Deviance. Thank you.